0: Pacific scientists are trialing a new biodegradable fish aggregative device in the hopes it will help reduce the environmental footprint of commercial fishing in the region. Commonly referred to as FADs in the industry, fish aggregating devices are man-made raft-like structures which can be fixed or free-floating that have nets hanging underneath them to attract fish. Scientists from the Pacific Community, or SPC, have developed jelly FADs using natural materials like bamboo canes, cotton canvas and ropes, which would degrade slowly over 9 to 12 months, leaving little in the way of an environmental footprint. Koroi Hawkins spoke with Laurianne Escal, a senior fishery scientist at the Pacific Community, about the initiative.
1: Yes, um, so this is really a, a key for to solve some of the problems, um, in particular ecosystem impacts and, and marine pollution. When we talk about normal drifting fads, they're mostly used, uh, they're mostly made of plastic, uh, also nets um, that can so trap marine species. And, um, and the, the new type of fad that um, we are traveling right now with um, as part of the project from the, the Tuna Commission, uh, uh, the Western and Central Pacific Fisheries Commission, is to make a new type of fad, which is called a jelly fad, which we say is non-entangling. So it basically means that it cannot trap marine species like sharks or rays. And it's also really the the main point is to make it biodegradable. So uh, stop using any plastic, but using only materials that can degrade in water, like we use cotton ropes or cotton canvas. Um, and, And the idea is that this, this new design would would have less impact on on the environment.
2: How likely is it that industry players partners would be to take on the use of jelly fads? Given I'm assuming that the the construction of of the current fads are based on on longevity and you know being being able to construct them with material readily available. Like, how would you convince? The industry to take up these feds because I would imagine they'd need to be used in large numbers to make an impact, right?
1: Yes, that, that's true. That's that's a really good point. I mean, um, the way to to convince them to start with is to show that they work and that they work as well as the normal fat they've been using. I mean, a lot of fishermen are also very aware of of the environment and reducing the the impact and making the the fishery more sustainable is is a goal for them as well. So. At this stage, this is only a trial, so the objective is we need to show that it works so it can stay together uh, for at least nine months and then degrade only after that. And also the fact that it needs to work um, well, so (laughs) it needs to aggregate tuna and being able to lead to catches that are as high as the normal fats. And um, another kind of aspect that that for the region and for managers, maybe more than Fisher, is really important is that. in addition to reducing environmental impact, this type of fats can also benefit Pacific fisheries in, in other ways by creating jobs, business opportunities directly in countries like in small island developing states uh, where the ports are based. Um, they're going to need to have small businesses that are trained to, um, to, to build those new type of uh, jelly fats. And also having the materials really um, readily available if possible in, in, in countries. So those are all of the different aspects that we are exploring and, and training people during the project. and that will um, hopefully help um, the different fishing companies adopt this new uh, design.
2: I guess the the fastest way you could achieve that would be to get the WCPFC to or and like regional, FFA and PNA and the like to put in like a requirement that only this type of fad be used in the fishery, right?
1: Totally. I mean, this, this is a really good, um, this is a really important aspect is that um, a lot of the the, the management uh, measures that are implemented by the the different instances that, that you mentioned, they're, they're the one driving the change as well. And currently there's already a measure that has been adopted regarding the mandatory use of non entangling fads, so fads that can't trap marine animals. So this is going to be um, mandatory starting next year. And then there's a general um, kind of transition towards biodegradable fads. It's not mandatory yet, uh, but uh, there's a plan, an adoption plan about uh, when we could we could get there.
2: How much time do you need to collect the data that you need to prove that jelly fads are just as effective as a normal or existing fads?
1: Well, um, so we need to test the, the, the jelly fads in normal fishing condition for at least uh, yeah nine months, nine months to a year. Um, and then so we're, we're going to start having the first uh, results Towards uh, the, the end of two thousand and twenty three, um, so that's going to be one year of, of testing. Uh, but uh, the sample size uh, remains a bit a bit low, so we'll need to uh, kind of increase the the number of um, fat that can be tested. Uh, at the moment, it's only um, we're only going to be deploying in total 400 as part of the project. So um, the idea would be over the next few years to scale up the numbers that are deployed and to uh, work with different uh, fishing fleets and different ports to extend the project. So for probably I would say between three and five years, we will start having a really good uh, idea of uh, how um how good they work and uh how the the Pacific can transition towards this more sustainable um fishing gear.